button, press successfully, lullaby music on its way. of his countenance drive the nations together who can stand when sin claps his broad wings over the battle and sails rejoicing in a flood of death when souls are torn to everlasting fire and fiends of hell rejoice upon the strain oh who can stand oh who hath caused this oh who can answer at the throne of God the kings and the nobles of the land have done it hear it not heaven thy ministers have done it well there we go with our little accurate opening because that pretty well sums up what's going on right there good morning folks guys girls everybody joining in here for your freedom on the radio ranch Roger Sales your host it is the Tuesday, 13th of butt month, or used to be known as June. And, uh, here we go on the show. So good morning, folks. Paul, I usually have Paul come on here. If he's, uh, you get back from your coffee yet, Paul? You get that coffee? Oh, made? of course I did. Hey, oh man, your rap, it must be instant coffee. What, uh, what platforms are we on, my friend? Uh, we are on eurofolkradio.com. And radio.globalvoiceradio.net. We are also this morning on homenetwork.tv mm-hmm. and freedomnation.tv. Mm-hmm. And we are sometimes on the 1776er, that's 1776er channel on Rumble, but I don't see that connection this morning. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, sometimes you got them, sometimes you don't. Uh, so as we get into the second day of the week here, Nastasha was talking right before we went on the air. And I said, oh, oh, girl, let's hold that for everybody to hear. So, Nastasha, you asked me, did I hear what was going on in San Francisco? And I have heard a little of what's going on up there, but why don't you brief the whole audience? Um, well, there's a couple of things and downtown um, San Francisco. So the news just came out that Westfield and Westfield is one of the largest mall owners throughout the world. And also one of the largest developers in that realm And they just stopped making mortgage payments on their $550 million loan for the massive loan and on the massive mall. And due to crime and falling sales, their their corner core main client in that mall was Nordstrom's. Uh And Nordstrom... 
pulled out and closed the store due to the crime. Those are called anchor stores, and they try and Correct. get big stores, you know, Macy's, Penny's, whatever, well, as the security and the basis of those malls. And so I had worked in development and architecture, and the a developer, if they lose their anchor store, they won't continue with the project. They'll wait until they get their anchor client. It doesn't have to be a store. It can be a client as well, depending upon what they're building. So um, H&M is um, already pulling out. Target is pulling out. Um, major retailers are pulling out. Mm-hmm. And as well as two major hotels. I believe it's the Holiday in and there's a park five that's pulling out um whole foods pulled out old navy gap obvious depot um that have announced that they're closing Mm -hmm. so the so um westfield normally brings in 455 million in like in 2019 and last year they brought in 298 million, um, a significant drop. Yes. Now another problem, yeah. Now another problem is that J.P. Morgan in New York had to tell their employees that their paycheck will be contingent upon returning to the office because during this whole scandemic, you know, everybody, um, the majority of the people were working from home. Well, people didn't want to come back to work. So that's another huge problem because businesses, restaurants no longer have lunch clientele. They've lost so much business because people are working from home. So, um, but JP Morgan basically had to bribe (laughs) or coerce their employees to come back after they told them to work from home, you know, that you have to, um, your paycheck will be contingent on it. But downtown San Francisco has just turned into an absolute hellhole. Yep. Unfortunately. Um, One of the, and and it's all what the businesses could do. I mean, what are they supposed to do? I mean, if the city is not doing what they're supposed to do, the city, the, Businesses can't can't survive, so they have to close. And where do you hang this? I'll tell you where I hang it, right on Gavin Newsom and allowing this up to $1,000 shoplifting with no penalties. Well, and also Pelosi. Yes. Pelosi lives in downtown San Francisco. Good. She sold her home. She it took me a long time to figure this out. Um, when they If they get together in that Federal Open Market Committee meeting... And they say, well, we need another billion dollars circulating in the, in the, uh, uh, in the society. And, and so they call the treasury and the treasury calls the mint and the mint prints up a billion dollars worth of bills. Okay. Of whatever denomination. Then evidently the federal reserve owns the company that prints the bonds and they call that company and they print a billion dollars worth of bonds 
to back the billion dollars worth of currency. Here's your full faith and credit of the United States. It has nothing to do with the circulating medium of Federal Reserve notes. It has everything to do with those bondholders, the backing for the notes in circulation, and the bonds that get sold into the market with them getting their coupon payment. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Roger. There's Daryl. Hey, Daryl. So the um, the uh, currency, the notes, go to the banking system, and then this overnight rate, which is probably what they're toying with tomorrow, is the rate that the banks give their best preferred, you know, their synagogue buddies, their best preferred customers get that rate, and then the bank loans it out to you at twice that. And the bonds are then shuffled over through the bond system, and they have these things called primary dealers. Um, who was the one at the top floor of the I, – I, I thought of it the other day, and then I, I've forgotten it now. Uh, the, it was on – around 9-11, it was real common name thrown around. They were the top three floors of the World Trade Center. Uh, they were one of the primary bond dealers. So the Treasury has these people sign up as primary bond dealers, and then the agreement they have is they have to take all the bonds. They don't get stuck with them at the Federal Reserve. They dish them out to these primary bond dealers, and then if they can't sell them, they're stuck with them. Okay? Uh, so that uh, we'll find out. Anyway, that's the way the system's structured, and that's how the bonds back the currency. Morning, Daryl. What you got, buddy? Well, um, yeah, it is a good morning. I've, I've been up really early and got most of my work done here this morning, so... I was listening, and Nastasha was, uh, as usual, bringing up some very uh, <laughs> timely, timely information uh, on the details. Let me, I just wanted to take that opportunity to bring in the concept here and uh, what you were talking about. She was talking about what you were talking about is a primary example of the method of order out of chaos you create the chaos uh, so that you can provide the solution Uh, this is what you're seeing happen right in front of you there's absolutely no mistake in any of this this was the effect that has been worked towards Uh, let me put it in another way uh, problem, action, solution. Well, let me let me rephrase that. Problem, reaction, Jewish banker solution. And and this is what you're seeing trotted out in front of you right now, uh, so they can uh, bring order. Uh, and there has to absolutely be. The appearance of chaos, economically, politically, and culturally. And this is where all three of these are uh, being synchronized, harmoniously synchronized uh, to create this overall appearance of chaos. Uh, Now, I was just in town 10 miles away, and it seems very calm and orderly. So, <laughs> you know, 
you don't in the have town any, that I'm in. You don't yeah. have any commercial buildings yeah. going under down there, do you? Well, no, but hey, you know, Nastasha brought up a really good point. Uh, no surprise there. Uh, but there's this other thing going on in San Francisco that I wasn't aware of. Is uh, what is it? This uh, a millennial tower, Nastasha? It's leaning. <laughs> One of the, their big buildings is trying to fall over the leaning tower of millennia. Um, <laughs> it's 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 it's. Uh, their their tower of babel is leaning in other words all they need uh, is you know a, something about that? all they need is yeah. another little quake to roll through there is that what you're telling us yeah it uh something like uh, it it moved off uh one the top corner is moved off like 29 inches and uh Ooh. and they they they're trying to drive pylons or pylons or something to try to stabilize it well i don't right. know it, right it uh, seems interesting. Uh, anyway, uh, a little schadenfreude on my part, I have to admit it. A little schadenfreude. Uh, don't, don't you just love those HB1 and, visas? Well, <laughs> you'll appreciate yeah, this. One of the federal court buildings here in downtown L.A., which is relatively new, um, it as well is leaning. <laughs> Um, the architect that designed it, um, mm -hmm. they also had their internal engineering company. It's a renowned architectural mm -hmm. firm, but this federal building is also leaning. It's off center. Ah. Yeah. So that, is that, it, you, now my question, you think that's because of common core math, Nastasha? <laughs> Maybe. No, Nastasha, I, I have. When you go into the courthouse and you bring it up to the U.S. Marshals as a joke, which I bring it up as a joke when I walked in there. Yeah, they're like, yep, it is leaning. <laughs> and, uh, no, uh, Nastasha, I have I have a question for you. Is it leaning left? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I guess it depends on which it way you're be. facing. Right, exactly. It could be if you're facing out the door. Yes, because it is on an incline. It's leaning left. <laughs> so, it's off kilter. You know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, the other so, thing I just quickly yeah. wanted to bring up is that um, L.A. County has just created and implemented, are you ready, a Youth Climate Commission. Youth. And Friday... A, a youth climate condition oh um, com committee commission. There's 24 youths uh -huh. and they're all very um, enthusiastic about climate change. It's not a, it's, and mm -hmm. they're going to be advising the county supervisors. Wow. Is, is on Greta, a path forward. Is, now what can go wrong? Is Greta, right? is Greta Thornburg uh, the chairman? No, well, <laughs> it's the city. Well, um, the, the, this, there's a I'm sorry, I just woke up myself. There's a city a, um, office that is in charge of the commission. Yeah. So there's historical significance there as well mm. um, when you consider mm. the youth um, in regards oh, to Utes, various uh, programs. Ute. So anyway, uh, I just Ute. want to bring some people within various areas may want to look to see if there's anything similar going on they're yeah. claiming that this is the first um climate 
commission by the youth Let's hope throughout, it's the um, throughout the nation. Let's hope it's so. the last. <clears throat> yeah. Well, no, uh, this is, this is a, listen, Nastasha, uh, thank you so much for the, uh, the setup. Yeah, a little softball, <laughs> okay. a little softball over uh, the plate, no, it's, waist yeah. high here. This is huge. This is huge. I, I read about this, was it two or three days ago I read this, what you're talking about. I sent and you the, I went, the article, yeah. Yeah. What, what's that one? Okay, that's I read it, you know, and uh, this is huge. Okay, yeah. this is phenomenally huge. Now, let me tell you why. Okay. This goes directly to the infrastructure, cultural, social infrastructure that Mao brought in. Right. In the 30s and the 40s in China, in the Cultural Revolution. And they didn't bring in the, the graybeards and the people that wore glasses and the academics and the wise men, if there were one, if they were there. They brought in the teenagers and the young 20s, yeah. something, yeah. to advise in their cultural reformation and their purpose was to have a platform to denigrate the old yep. and the traditional. And this is part of their cultural revolution. Yeah. And this is being implemented. Now, this was done to some degree, not as effectively as Mao did it. But this was also done during Lenin yep. and Stalin's time. And this was known. Okay, now you're going to learn. Now, caution. You might learn something from listening to this. Okay. Revelation of the method. All right. This is called the Soviet. Soviet means council. It's synonymous in this case with commission. Synonymous with stakeholder. stakeholder. Are you, are you, I, I want you to connect these dots. I want you to get the grammar i want you to get the language here okay because you can't identify the problem at it and take it in conceptually to the magnitude that it is unless you get the grammar and this is why they're always changing words and rebranding yep. okay this is huge well this also has so, to if people yep. um this is sort of the method of local committees local councils and local circles as well. If you read tragedy and hope with Cecil Rhodes. So, and that is a book that is greatly um, ignored because most people don't want to read the number of pages, but it's a very valuable book because yes, it, it brings it into the modern history and along the lines that you're talking about, but in the modern current time. So right. um, can I just read this so the audience can hear this, Roger? It's sure. short. Of course. So this came out of, it's very difficult for me because I intentionally receive these emails just because I want to know what's going on. I don't like reading them, but so for immediate release, and this is from LA County, government. 
LA County's Youth Climate Commission to hold first public meeting. Two dozen appointed panelists to formally advise county on all facets of resilience planning. Los Angeles, the Los Angeles County's groundbreaking Youth Climate Commission, YCC, will hold its first ever public meeting this Friday, June 9th. The Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors created the panel last year to meet quarterly and formally inform, recommend, and advise on county goals, plans, actions, and policies related to climate change mitigation and resilience. The Board of Supervisors appointed 24 commission members who are representative of the socioeconomic and geographic diversity of the county. Each member is passionate about climate change and has committed to at least two years of public service. The county's chief sustainability office is the coordinating agency for the initiative. The YCC empowers youth and young adults to use their voices and agency to combat climate change in the nation's most populous county, amplifying the perspective Perspectives and priorities of county youth is critical to local resilience in planning, as it is they who will be most dramatically impacted over their lifetimes. The commission is the first of its kind in the nation. Media and the general public are welcome to attend. And it gives the information. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. And yeah. so. Did it, did it have any trans requirements or anything for the appointees? <laughs> Don't yes. know. Well, Probably. Let, but, let me. Let me. Let me. Go yeah, ahead. Go. No, go ahead. Well, <clears throat> okay. So, Nastasha laid out, did this marvelous job here of laying out the talking points and and the context that they want to inject into your perception. This is part of your, your neuro linguistic programming, and they provide the initial perception. A part of the laws of learning are the first thing, the second law, the first thing you learn. So you're learning about this now. That's your first perception. The second one will be intensity. There'll be an intensity aspect of it, passion, emotion, whatever. And then the third law of conditioning training is repetition that will come that is the first one now other metro areas will duplicate their pattern their model and this will repeat over and over and over again i'm predicting this uh, easily this is this is low hanging fruit <clears throat> now how does this work into the overall abstract concept concept again of how this uh, attack is taking place culturally, socially, economically, uh, nationwide. Here's how it works. Uh, It's a top-down and a bottom-up attack. What are you saying, Daryl? Well, uh, I'm going to use their own language. This is ESG from the top. Okay. Uh, State, county, ESG, government from the top, creating a commission. Okay. What does ESG stand for? Environmental, social, 
governance. That's top down. Bottom up, when you look at the participants that they have pre-selected, will be DEI. And what is that? Diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, this this is the language that, in order for you to comprehend reality in the battle space, if you don't understand what I'm talking about, you need to learn this because they have just they have uh, <clears throat> just actionably done everything that uh, not not as Tasha is telling you the details. I'm telling you the concept and the overall battle strategy and organization and how it works. You have, in order to combat something or oppose it, you have to comprehend it. You have to understand it. Okay. And, and you know, I, I didn't plan this this morning, but this is just all falling into place. This is just like uh, a perfect opportunity to get your, your mind in the right spot to understand well, and, how, what a communist Soviet socialist takeover looks like. Go ahead, Sasha. Yeah, well, also what I wanted to say is that typically these things have been set in place 10 years prior, and there's been mm-hmm. arrangement and agreements made um, through mm-hmm. even open meetings like when the governors get together and meet, when the mayors get together and meet, mm-hmm. um, they make um, agreements and they pledge mm-hmm. to promote what they've agreed upon. But usually it's mm-hmm. 10 years before. And the second tactic is everybody's focused on the United Nations. The United Nations really has no power over the United States of America. But people ignore their local community, their local government. They're more interested in who's going to be president. Yep, yep. You know, who cares who's going to be president? Because the states have independent power from the federal government. It's your local government. So that's one reason why I wanted to bring it up. If you want to really be active in who your president is going to be, be active in your local government um, within the very city and town and county that you live in. Natasha, there's been a saying around our community since I've been in it. Yeah. It's real simple. It says all politics is local. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, Daryl. Yeah, I I call it county before county before country. Yeah, in right. many okay. respects. Roger. Hold on a second. Ro- a couple I- people want to say something. Merka first and then whoever the guy was. Merka? I shared this um, link video um, from New Discourses. They speak of the CEI and the ESG and how they're, it's a cartel of racketeering. Sure and is. that's what's happening of um, with the, with all the companies that are closing. I'm surprised to hear that. Though. I was, uh, I didn't think it was going to happen that fast but yeah, see they've got a checklist yeah. internally at places like blackrock and vanguard and state street 
on these corporations that they pretty much own controlling uh, 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 shares in, and they have them go through an annual checklist of how well they're adhering to their agenda. If the companies don't adhere to the woke agenda, they charge them more to borrow money. That's the DEI. Okay, if they don't if they don't meet the the criteria of this independent quasi independent auditing agency, uh, they they pay a a penalty. Okay, uh, and that penalty might be higher interest, lower access to capital, or actually exclusion to capital. And this is exactly what uh, uh, Fink, yep. the the Jew Fink uh, at BlackRock said six months ago. In a magazine article, I have a copy of it. I here saw somewhere. him in an interview. So this is exactly what they would do. I see. I saw yeah. an interview with him come out and say it the other day, and he said, "We'll control behavior through this method." I can't remember his exact words. You know what Larry Fink's yeah. claim to fame is, don't you, Daryl? Uh, he's he's a rat fink. He came up with derivatives. He what? came up with derivatives. Oh well, bless his heart. Him and him and Larry Summers ought to get together and I'm sure share a they, shower together. I'm sure they do regularly. Uh, well, yeah. Just, uh, so what? Nastasha is saying something here. Um, I, I just I'm want gonna, to say I'm, quickly, uh, along with just what was stated, um, that's what they did with the scamdemic as well. In, um, companies and cities and counties who entered into a contract with government receiving PPE mm. loans, et cetera. Um, those loans were forgiven depending upon their compliance and forcing employees, coercing employees to take the injections for the pharmaceutical yep. company's benefit. So, but they used the same thing with them through coercion, through fascist agreements. So go ahead, Daryl. I just want to tie that in. Well, with this uh, you're, I mean, you're just, you're just blowing my brain up here with uh, these softballs. I just can't. I can't hit them hard enough, quick enough. You're you're lobbing them over the plate at me. Or, I'm uh, sorry, so, they're softballs. Uh, I wish they oh, were harder. No, I than love that. it. <laughs> I I love it. No, I love it. I no no don't stop. Please keep pitching. Uh, the uh, so so earlier, Nastasha, when she's talking about your local government, she's talking about the councils. Uh, the Soviet. These are your local Soviets. Soviet means council. Okay. Local. Okay. These are your stakeholders. Not the stockholders. These are stakeholders and they're working an agenda. Now, when these, when BlackRock and ESG, environmental social governance, and these audits take place, and, the, uh, and, and she's exactly right, over the pandemic, uh, over the pandemic, people were coerced and they colluded. Now, this is falls under racketeering, which is covered by RICO. Yeah. Okay. And and so I'm I'm going to I'm going to take the language up a notch, and say it goes way beyond coercion and compelling. This is extortion. Exactly right. what it is. Okay. Now this is extortion. And this is what you expect out of a crime syndicate. Okay. It's a crime syndicate. And, uh, and Bastier had it all figured out, wrote a book about it. Yeah. Yeah. So 
so when plunder becomes the way of life for people in power, they make laws to justify and legalize their crimes. Now and that's a pretty close, pretty close quote. Pretty. Yeah, well, pretty they close. they make laws to legalize it and and something else to give it moral justification. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you know. I, I just, uh, yeah, it's, this is this is great. I, yeah, you know, amazing. let me see, Daryl. Somebody, uh, there was another guy there when Mark was trying to talk. A male was trying to say something, uh, and we hadn't been able to have Roger, a break. This is a Jesse. Yes, is Jesse? I have a question with the DS eleven and ten. But before I ask that question, uh, this has been happening for decades. We've yes. been separating the youth from the. Uh, their parents and sending them to college and and uh, in the schools uh, indoctrinating them, so they're they're easy prey. Yes, they uh, are. As Daryl said, this this has been going for a very long time, and here in the, here in this area in South Florida, uh, Fort Myers, Naples, Port Charlotte, Sarasota, I've been seeing um, a lot of people dying or getting very sick. I would say one one out of three or two out of four, and most of them are 40 and up, 50, 60, 70. And, uh, and even the small shirts that we go to, there's a very small, I would say 25, 30% were vaccinated, and the 75 were not vaccinated compared to other shirts that they basically it's 100% they did. And I've been noticing the last two years, the ones that were not vaccinated are uh, compared to the vaccinated, they've been dying, very sick, walking, with, having trouble to walk, speak. And the same thing I see in some of the family members are handyman, and they've been doing work to, 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 to the baby boomers. And, uh, for example, one uh, got a stroke and he was vaccinated. So now his, his uh, sister is taking care of the house. And uh, she also got sick, and the other sister took over. And uh, another couple selling because they financially having a problem now with the stock market, 110 acres in Indiana. And they bought a small mobile trying to reduce their expenses. And uh, so a lot of things, I think, in the next couple of years, two or three, four years, we're going to have a very low population of adults. Some are not very smart. Baby boomers have to be. Honestly, they're not. But uh, at least they have some experience, data. They knew how the good old USA was 40 years ago. And, but the youth, they, they just don't get it. No. They don't read no more. So they're easy prey. Uh, here, even the police, local police, you have somebody that came here at 18 years old. Now he's 30 years old. He's a police. And, uh, man, and, um, or a deputy. Um, he doesn't have no idea what America was, what freedom was, what July for. Nope. And I've spoken to him. So they're undermining everything around us. Yep. So it's a it's an uphill to, yep. to put this together and try to stop them. They just tore down. In reference to the DSL eleven. Yes. I have a couple of questions because the group I think this group is having certain questions. If families come in in the future, especially when they have babies, and uh in the birth uh, affidavit, some of us thinks uh, we're supposed to put the address and something we don't supposed to put the address. And I would like to have some input. Uh, Joe has this, 
a video about six months ago. Uh, he says you have put uh, in care of and the uh, mailing address, and then you put the address, but in a permanent address, you don't put your, your address. And I would like to have some input. I don't Jesse, know if well, and this is for uh, what? What form? For a live birth certificate? The D, okay, the DS-11, when you lose your your passport, because I did have one. No, no, no. Hold on. You go hold to the DS-11. Jesse, Jesse, hold and on. And then um, the DS in number eight, you There's... put in care of, because it's in small letters, and you put your address. But in the... Um, Number 19, permanent address. I had an appointment today, but I canceled it. Um, you put rural free delivery, city non-domestic, and you put 000 in the zip code because then that referred to the mailing address. That's supposedly, so you don't, uh, uh, if you put your uh, permanent address, you're identifying as you're a citizen. Some of the I, group here thinks I, you're supposed to in some I think you're supposed to, so I'm a little bit confused. No, I don't. But the don't reason know. this pop out is now I have to do a, a DS-10 for the grandchild birth affidavit. He was born at home. So that's why I got confused. Do I put the address or that that makes me a citizen or not? No, so no, all, no. To no. me, all this sounds so funny and ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I want to make sure I don't do a mistake. Jesse, well, you must be in the conference room because when I'm speaking, like you can't hear me. I don't put any credence in all that stuff per- personally, okay? Here's where that came from, I think. Years ago, as everybody's searching for the nexus for this, what we have, and they, the idea is that the mailbox you put on your property is the federal government's property, even though you bought it and installed it. Do you know that? Yeah, I know that. Okay, well, it's not the whole mailbox. It's just the inside of the mailbox. Okay, And people thought that because you had a mailbox on your property, that transferred federal jurisdiction. It does not. You, do you get that? What about what they say? And I understand 100%. But in the number 19, where it says RFD in the small letters in the in the documents of the of the passport, they say to put rule free delivery because it says RFD and don't put and put the zero zero and don't put your zip code. I so see, um, I don't I don't agree with any of put, that. But then they have, you don't. No, I don't. Now you can do it if I you want to. I think it would be to. good for the group one day to make a show or something and uh, no, go in not, detail because you have newcomers well, coming in, families, especially in my case. I don't think it I'm not going to take um, up a bunch of time on the show on something I don't think makes any difference. And the reason I tell you, tell you this, when you got some newcomers that might get confused with that, but I agree with you, I think it's, it's, it's a little bit ridiculous to put all this but uh as they're liars and deceiver oh, you want to make sure what, you don't you're writing the matters, right thing, especially jesse uh, jesse what matters is what's in the possession of the secretary of state not whether you got rural for delivery on that does not 
connotate or denote jurisdiction. It's if you don't have an affidavit with the Secretary of State, the presumption is that you're under the 14th Amendment. When you put an affidavit with him, that rebuts the presumption. There's where the rubber meets the road. Raj? Yes. If I can make a suggestion, I talked to Jesse before the show, and I've been thinking about this. There are a couple of things. They say that the federal enclave overlays the de jure state. So if you use an address that is identified as the federal enclave overlay, that that may indicate some jurisdictional connection. Does it overcome an affidavit? If it makes you feel better, put care of your legit address, spell your state out longhand like it used to be before they came up with the two-letter alphabets and close the zip code in brackets, and you know you've got an address that they can physically deliver to, and you will get your stuff if it makes you feel better. But it probably doesn't matter. But if it makes you feel better, makes you sleep at night, do it. And uh, that's and, in, in, the, in, the yeah, case, that, in the case of, uh, yeah. for example, Joe has a video about six months ago, and I'm not trying to take on him. I think he's, he's very knowledgeable. But he does put there in, this, in the DS-11, you have the permanent address and the mailing address. So in the mailing address, he puts in care of. But in the permanent address, then that's when he puts... Uh, uh, whatever rule delivery something and uh and they just uh, put zero zero but supposedly they're going to mail the documents to your mailing ad, and that's where the paul says putting care of but in the permanent address basically leave it blank and just put put rule delivery and that's it so i think i'm going to go Jesse, the way paul and that's Jesse. what i've been thinking about i'm going to go the way paul but it just doesn't okay. make sense to me. Just, just you gotta, you gotta hang yeah, on a second and take a breath and let Roger come in here because he's been trying to talk. No, I haven't. I've just been listening, but I think that's yeah, all yes. a bunch of malarkey myself, personally. <clears throat> I, well, I have, I have a recommendation for Jesse. Uh, Jesse, if if you want the quintessential queen of expert on this information, somebody please put Jesse in contact with Paget. Oh my lord! Because Paget, Paget knows more about, about this in detail than I, anybody else I've ever met in my entire life, and yeah. uh, and and uh, I, I can't speak highly enough of uh, Miss Paget. So she's uh, she's the expert, Jesse. Um, and, I'll send you, uh, but send you her article. Um, Jesse, I but have just it. beware, because in downtown Los Angeles, the main central library, which uh, library post office that my mail goes through, will not mail um, anything under the rural route, the whole bit. They will not do it under the free delivery. They will not do it. Um, it keeps getting returned and I would have to, what I used to do is when I would visit Paget, I would bring my mail to her and her postman and her post office would process it. So just beware that some post offices will not, um, move that mail. They'll return it just FYI. 
And Jesse, I wanted to let you know, uh, we have a lot of established students that just use the regular mail address. That's all I've ever and, used, Jesse. Yeah. Hey, I think that's all a bunch of patriot malarkey, personally. It doesn't matter what, what they're using your address words, with because your affidavit is the over, of oh, you being you're, an actual. You're over, your affidavit overrides anything that that might even remotely bring up if it was an entity. And I don't think it has anything to do with anything, folks. Well, the reason – and I just want you to know the reason why I used it, why I was using it when I had um, – when I used to visit Paget when she had her meetings is because – you have the option under the other post office for free mail. Yeah. That's why I was using it. You have the option for free mail. It had nothing to do with whether I'm a national or the federal system or whatever. It was for free mail, which there is that reality within the post office. So you have two different post offices. And yes, Paget is the one to talk to because she keeps up to speed on it. Jesse, so, do you know about that's why I did it. It wasn't for Patriot mythology Jesse, or anything like that. Do you know that. you yeah. can do you know about general delivery? Yeah. Jesse? Can you repeat that yeah, Gen- yeah. General delivery. You can have somebody send you stuff to general delivery and you go into the post office and say, do I have any, you have anything for Jesse at general delivery? They don't even have to have an address on there. Roger. Uh, Yes. There's Samuel. People might want to look at the buck act because that's where I think most of this really comes from. Um, Putting that federal district over the States but as as to the earlier um, um, uh, topic, uh, the state here, California, I think Paul Preston, when he he did a piece on that last week, and I think he said even the Hyatt downtown is re nigging on their loan. I think that, he said that, that alone was seven hundred and fifty million. That was the one that the guy um, walked away from. Okay. And then the other thing is what's happening to the farmers in the state. Uh, Same thing. Um, You know, the California farmers are family farms. 93% of them are family farms. They own over 80% of the land and they produce 71% of the volume. And a, a guy was on who was a state representative the other day, a Republican from uh, the state and he's a seventh generation farmer and he says the farmers are doing everything they can to try to survive but the state is doing everything it can to destroy them right and he says it's even the infrastructure he says shipping product at our ports is a problem yep that's how bad it is all over the place yep it's that one and the shipping problem you've got right now is a longshoreman problem it's a union problem they just forced uh, the legislator everybody that has to is going to be a farm worker in the future here has got to be part of a union so they can drive that wage up just Mm -hmm. another big expense for Mm -hmm. the farmers Mm mm-hmm 
and collective bargaining and pressure they can apply collectively. Yep, all that stuff. So anyway, back to Jesse's thing here for a second. I don't think that Jesse. I think this stems from people looking for the nexus of the of the answer we've got. There's nothing you could put in that form, and no matter how you put it in your address, that's going to override the affidavit you're going to include with the package. And, and responding to Natasha, I understand what she's saying. That's why I think Joe made sure on the mailing address on the DS-11, you have an address, and you put in care of, as Paul said. Well, you and, uh, but in the permanent address, that's where... Uh, in the it's same document, that's why he says I don't think it, full, full I don't, free delivery. So I guess he's doing both at the same time. I, I that's Coverland, uh, China. I have a mailing address, and uh, but you that's don't put the supposedly corporate permanent address. Marika, could you send me the link to the um, to that lady? I think it was. Yep, uh, I have it. The one I'll that send it to said. you. Okay, I'll send it to you. Is that Rod? Uh, All right, hold on. There's yes, who said Roger right there? Dwayne, New Orleans. Hey, Dwayne, how you doing? Doing good. I'm, I'm, I'm don't get on the call much, but um, I'm always in the background listening to you. Okay, good deal. <laughs> so, glad to know you're there. Was, glad to know I, I got the, Glad to know you're holding ahead. the French Quarter down for us, Dwayne. Uh, trying. <laughs> it's so decadent around here. It's not even funny. Oh my gosh, insane. I can't even um, imagine. Oh, it, it's it's sad. Uh, these the our political people and have turned this are turning the city into a ghetto. Yep. So um, anyway, but I was listening. I called because I was listening to Brent, y'all, you and Brent this past Friday. Yes. And about the swearing, um, hey, and well, I had a little story on that. Okay. Well, Several I think we're going to pick. I interrupt you for a second and just to do a little pre-promotion. I think we're going to pick that topic and subject up again this friday as we closed out friday go ahead yeah well about 10 years ago i had gotten involved with some general contractors that when i went to one of their clients um i saw that these guys were really they were just robbing this poor lady and her mom so i started setting them up to to for our lawyers to be able to take over and do a court case on it. Long story short, the lawyers looked at the what I had put in place and and how I had pointed the lawyers to what the contractors were doing, and the case went to court. Um, and it went to a jury trial, and I ended up having to testify. And in the when I, before I took the witness stand, you know, the clerk came up and put the Bible in front of me and said, "The do you swear to tell the whole truth?" statement and i looked at her and the judge standing up in the jury trial and i said we you know you just asked me to swear on the very book that tells me not to swear and i am going to say my yeas will be yay and my nays will be nay yeah yeah that was what uh, and Dwayne, they looked at me like i was crazy Dwayne, <laughs> did you ever did you ever hear uh of a guy named Dwayne rogers <laughs> Not not immediately off the Did top of anybody, my head. Did anybody, any of you old timers around here, ever hear of Dwayne Rogers? Heard the name. He's an amazing guy. He's dead now, unfortunately. He used to uh, hang and travel with the Rommel School of Law guys. Yeah, I remember. I've heard of them and listened to some of their 
right well he was he was real big with them you know and he i forgot what uh he had gotten in trouble for but he gotten thrown in jail for something and they didn't have a bible in his jail cell and all they had was a dictionary and he memorized the dictionary cover to cover memorized it okay and you this guy you want to talk about accent on words this guy was just a phenomena okay i've got a tape of him back at home if it if the humidity hadn't ruined it if i ever get back home maybe i can find it but he was an amazing amazing guy that's where that's where i heard that you let your yays be yays and your nays be nays that's what he used to use well, it worked. Yep. So, and then it, it turned out I took unmitigated help from the defense attorneys because they were basically representing insurance companies. But the mom and her, and the daughter and her mom who owned the house, they ended up winning a million two settlement. Really? Cool. Yeah. Because um, it was damages and what was uh, your what was your percentage? <laughs> I just I did it because it was the right thing. You I know. know. I, I mean, know. I, I couldn't have taken any money on that and testified as an unbiased witness. <laughs> correct, correct. So, but then one, a couple other mm-hmm. things, because uh, I like listening to y'all, you and Brent on Friday. Um, a couple of weeks ago, Brent mentioned that the courts are not, I, I forget exactly how he worded it, but the courts were ruling against the, not ruling in alignment, I guess, with the Declaration of Independence. Oh, Yeah. Of course, yeah, not. and part, they're all when, they, Dwayne. They're all federal yeah. courts under the Fourteenth Amendment. Well, that and the other thing, they would because of the very first paragraph where it says the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, they would end up having to. They they can't rule under the Declaration of Independence because then they would have to rule under the laws of nature, which were yeah. put in force. At the very beginning of creation. In other words, they'd have to be constitutional instead of extra constitutional. And that's why I, I believe that's why um, why they can't they they won't rule in alignment with the with the Declaration of Independence. Well, they can't. You know, the whole thing's under this okay. bankruptcy thing under the federal auspices and all operating under the Fourteenth Amendment. Um, if so, I might, then, here, Roger, we'll get you in a second, Daryl. Uh, and then one other yeah. uh, one other thing um, in relation to these mRNA vaccines and every so many people getting sick and disabled and or disabled um, and dying. The there was this woman, Celeste Solom. I don't know if anybody is aware of her, but she's yeah. doing this very serious deep dive on the mRNA technology and the synthetic biology. And she's doing it. I think it's a seven week um, once a week about a three-hour webinar that is taking this synthetic biology apart. And it, it may, I can only listen to it about a half hour at a time because I get so sick of it, of, of, upset, I want to throw up. Yeah. But um, it, it's it's so insidious. And what she's, she's found, because she goes through all the DOD documents, at virus technology today, articles and information, uh, FEMA information, and at one point, she was a high-level FEMA um, person and left when she learned a few things about it. Okay. Uh, but what she did, she's done, she's done a one-hour webinar with uh, this woman, Maria Z, that sums up the synthetic yeah. biology. Mm-hmm. And then she's got this seven – she's in her fifth week, I think, this Wednesday comes up. Yes. And it's free. Anybody can listen to it. But the depth that these, these 
very evil scientists are going to to turn every living man, woman, plant, and animal into a synthetic bio, bio board, basically, yep, yep. Um, is absolutely insane. And they made this conscious decision in 1975 at a place called Asilomar, which is a conference center, conference center out in California. And it was called the the Asilomar Conference, and they've just they decided to turn everything on this planet into a genetically modified. And yeah, yeah, so, yep. I think I saw her. I saw her on one of Maria Z's little. Uh, yeah, that was the one hour, but the seven. She's got seven hundred and fifty slides on this webinar that she's showing people where she's getting her information and what it says. Um, very powerful yeah. information. Okay. Great, Dwayne. Thank you. Uh, Daryl. Daryl's just chomping to say something. Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, this it's just wonderful stuff here. Uh, Karen Kingston, uh, Celeste Olam is. Uh, yeah, I've been uh, aware of her for a, a number of years. Probably when she first showed up. Um, good stuff. Karen Kingston. Yeah. Also uh, reveals a lot of this information, and uh, I highly recommend. Uh, Karen's information, and here again, they've they're using a uh, a euphemism. Uh, they're changing. Here's the words again, grammar. Uh, they're referring to it as mRNA, and they use it as a lipid. Well, let's translate that. mRNA, mRNA and lipids means nanotechnology, nanomachines. Yep, programmable pre-programmable and post-programmable nano machines. These are biological weapons. It's an act of war. And my, my question for you is what are you going to do about it? Okay. What are you going to do about it? All right. When, when, when are people going to get to the point? It's a general question here. It's sort of rhetorical. When are people going to get to the point when they actually defend themselves? Or has your defense mechanisms been bred out of you? Condition. They want to defend uh, themselves against the mask. They just do what they blindly say. I'm looking at 85% of this city walking around, and they still wear the mask. I'm like, how? Well, that's, hey, that's, that's about or, right. That's about know, right. Can so I you're, chime in? You're, you're actually learning. You're, you're learning just how stupid, I'm using the word stupid, capital S, you're learning just how stupid the general population is. Yep. Okay. Hey, now you're learning. We'll get okay. you, Abram. Hold yep, on. Go ahead. Abram. Yep. Go ahead. Hey, what oh, that, Just to support what you're saying. Ahead, oh, okay. I can wait. No, I was saying, wasn't that Abram? Come, come on, man. We got a little delay oh, between these. Oh, yes, sir. I'm sorry. Um, to yeah, support what Daryl's saying about the uh, the uh, nanotech, Moderna is not Moderna. It's mod e-R-N-A, okay? Yeah. So modified electronic RNA. And early on in 2020 on the, the Moderna website, it even said that they had a wand that they could wave over people's arms and, and modify this, uh, this vaccine. So, you know, you can't just make this this uh uh nanotech in a summer you know this was done years and years in advance and so it, what daryl's saying is 100 percent correct it, it's nanotech and it's modified or it make it modified it's not, electronically. A, vac- it's, it's not a vaccine it's not, not a vaccine we not. can't use that term right. vaccine that's well, their term well look look uh let's go back 
let's go back to what the original etymology of the word virus was. It was a toxin, a poison, okay? A, uh, uh, there's no proof that the viruses have never been isolated, okay? They, there's no actual physical representation of an example of a uh, refined, isolated, self-perpetuating living virus doesn't exist okay can't be found uh this is a a a correct a phantasmic creation of fear propagation from this clown named jenner who by the way is british <laughs> in 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 the 1800s uh, and and look, let me let me say something to y'all here. Okay, let's just be let's just be brutally honest for a minute here. Let's quit because you don't have a lot of time. You there's not a lot of time left, as my mom would say. Now don't make a mountain out of a molehill. <laughs> okay, and we have to learn how to prioritize where we're at in the battle space here and what you're prioritizing, and are you actually making the best use of your time that you have left? in order to affect anything. All right. So uh, let's be honest. Okay. If you're being honest with yourself, I think you would all have to admit that at some point in your life, you've been dragged along into an invalid argument structure and led to a false conclusion. Very good at this. You have to, you have to, because see, uh, I know this, I, I sound like a jerk right now. Okay. I'm going to say this. I was trained in this, literally trained in it on how to do this. And I trained other people on how to do this. Be critical, prioritize and triage for the sole purpose of action. Action always comes at the end of it. And you have to be your own captain. You have to be your own leader. All right. And, and you, so you have to learn how to think through these things and prioritize instead of majoring on the minors. Okay. And, uh, so, uh, if you survived the, the convid, okay. You're you're part of the twenty percent. I'm I'm firmly you know as a working number, I'm accepting the idea, the general figure that eighty percent of the people in this uh, geographical location called the United States of America have been shot up. Okay, at least twenty percent seems about right. And so, you know, uh, they're serious about this. And and conceptually, everything that we're talking about here today is exposing the, the revealing the method. Uh, it's unequivocal proof of everything that if you've been listening to this, these conversations seven, eight years ago here, 
you would have heard this talked about. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm not going over the top, Roger, am I, when I say, we told you so. No. And, and we, we called it we called it way ahead of time. Okay. Because we identified that, and what you're seeing out in San Francisco now, and with all this other stuff that we talked about at the beginning of the show, and with the, with the convid, is that the event line and the timelines converged. And you can go back in the archives a year and a half, uh, four years ago, and you can hear on a show right here with Roger and I and Chris and Bob and Brent and, and others. And Murr, Murr was there. And we said that, that the event line and the timeline had crossed and people would be able to see cause and effect. And only 20% of them had the capacity to resist the extortion. All right. So uh, choose your battles wisely here. Make make hay while you can. Because now they have they have AI, and that's a whole other conversation that hasn't even we haven't even really ever had here, have we? Right. Yeah, barely. AI. We've touched on it. Not much more than that. Yeah. Well, it's a big deal. It's a big deal. So uh, these people are all in. They're all in. They're the pig at breakfast, folks. They're committed. And they've they've killed, they've killed, uh, oh, I don't know. Just, uh, I mean, I think 300 million is a pretty good number uh, just up front. And then there's a lot, there's probably uh, millions and millions on top of that that were collateral. Uh, but they've directly killed 300 million to, to get it to where it's at. So they, they don't have any problem, you know, uh, <clears throat> doing the rest of this. So, you know, do you really want to take up your time minoring, majoring in the minors? Uh, no, I, I don't think you do. Uh, he, so, that are, uh, what would you do? What would you do? Oh, I would be brutally honest with myself and take a real accounting and an assessment, uh, if as I did a long time ago. And I go, uh, well, this was like uh, 15 years ago. And I go, I looked around. And I go, mm, this is what I'm doing here is not sustainable. And I slashed, cut, burned, changed the whole direction of how I did everything <clears throat> from a financial, from a business, uh, uh, from a lifestyle. And, and I did that 15 years ago. Cause I, I could see where this was going. I know that's, that makes me sound like I'm an ass, but I did. I saw where it was going. And, uh, I said, I, I need to prepare. And what I'm doing right now, is not working. Uh, it only works if I, it only works if I continue to make uh, $200,000 a year. <laughs> okay. Hey, Daryl. And I, can I, I make said that's some hard. Yeah. Like uh, concrete. I'll yeah. pay off your debts. One, number one, make sure you don't have yeah. any debt to the great extent you can. Hard prep, uh, food, storable food, clean water, filter, filtration, stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, uh, 
I'm going to go very, very hard conspiratorial for a moment. Um, I believe in pretty good programming and, and all these crazy things. I think they, they tell us the revelation of the method before my personal opinion, then this is me. And, you know, uh, I, these zombie movies have me bugging out and they make too much, too many of them. And this, this injection is programmable and I can't think of any other reason other than, I mean, you know, they have AI, like, like he just mentioned. And, uh, you know, to the extent that you can get out of the city and prepare for disaster. I mean, you know, if I may, Paul, one of the, one of the principal, principal, um, visuals on the TV series, the walking dead was black necrotic blood from uh, coming out of rotting flesh. How many reports have we had where there are people that can tell the vaccinated just because of the odor the smell that the vaccinated are giving off it's it's almost like a necrotized flesh and you know paul it even goes the people that are hypersensitive to that say that they can determine from the smell which jab they got yep i'm i'm thinking that there is more truth than fiction on the boob tube it smells like cancer yes well, also Dogs the CDC has a zombie. How to how to um, um, manage a zombie apocalypse on their website? Uh huh. Okay. The CDC is talking about zombies. I just want to say we. Um, <laughs> it, it's important to recognize that what a lot of people call cancer is actually the treatment that they're receiving. Yeah, more than likely. It's the chemotherapy and radiation. It's not the it's not it's not the symptoms. I mean, so we have to be careful because everybody has cancer. Everybody has yes. cells that are dying. <laughs> it's just a matter of how your body is regenerating, but also what people are calling cancer is actually the body healing itself. So, um, so we have to be careful because it's actually the treatment, just like, just like with, um, remvesadir, I don't pronounce it properly, AZT, all these pharmacia pharmaceuticals are actually the iotrogenicide. It's killing by um, pharmaceuticals and by doctors. So it has um, yep. it has a smell where someone's sick. It's not only cancer patients. I've worked in the medical field when treating I as well. different I kinds of people in the inpatient setting, acute setting, in the ER, on the floors, and is they just smell sick. They just smell sick. I, it's not just cancer. I understand. That's why I wanted to make that differentiation because I worked in the cancer treatment industry as well. So, um, but can I jump in real quick on an incredible cancer thing I just recently came across? And it's one of those things when you know it, you see the truth, you, you know it. Cancer, all of these cancers can all be unified under one phenomena. And if you look at single celled organisms, single celled organisms, they will divide until they consume all the resources around them and then they'll die. Uh, 
what's happening is a primordial method of energy production is being, I guess, your, your, these cells are reverting to this primordial uh, method of energy production where it consumes in low oxygen states or low oxygen environments. Okay, And they've been able to turn this on and off in uh, veterinary animals over and over and over. And it's, you know, for whatever reason, the oncology you know, departments won't even look at it. Of course. But if you make sure that yeah, if your blood is basic, if you raise your pH, then cancer cannot survive in that's, this, this, uh, that's correct. uh, uh, high oxygen. Yeah. So, well, you know, you know uh, Abram, there's things that can be done. Abram, uh, yep. cancer is the Rockefeller family business, you know? Oh yeah. 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 Well, Nicole, cancer uh, is actually I, I, very simple. Tumors, Tumors, growths, uh, abnormal growths. It's very, it's very simple. It's the body dispatching millions of white blood cells to encase and isolate an abnormal cell. So what do they do when they do a biopsy? They cut open that tumor and they release the abnormal cell yeah. from what the body tried to protect it from. Well, and it's, it's that's more than that. Oh, it's, it's, it's the environment. And so these cells are the byproduct of their low oxygen environment. There's some contamination there. There's something that is creating this change. It's not getting enough oxygen flow to this area. And uh, it starts to grow, you know, in this primordial cell division method. So, yeah, but they say you know, the tumor is a that. bad thing. The tumor is not a bad thing. It's the body's response to a bad thing. So when they try and cut out the tumor and they leave the bad thing, the body just recreates another one. You have to well, kill the, the thing, uh, you have to kill the cancer at a cellular level. Well, if you eliminate though the mechanism of cellular division, then you eliminate the cancer. Yeah. Without even having to touch the cells. Yeah. So you could you do a hand so run around that by what you're eliminating is lactic acidosis. Um because in the cancer cells survive in um an acid environment. Yep. And so he's correct that um, cancer can't um, survive in you know an environment where they have a lot of oxygen. Not, not, so, neither um, can any of the viruses. None of them can survive in that environment. Yeah, that's, that's, no, and that's also there's some thought that um, some of the cancers are caused by by um, parasites. Yes, that's probably that true. You used to as as a farming community, you took the deworming medicine along with your um, with your animals. And one of the benefits of these deworming medicines is their zinc ionophores. So they allow the um, zinc to be uptaken into your cells so that the cancers can't get in or the parasites can't oh. get in. That... Okay. That's interesting. Dr. 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 A. was talking about ozone, that ozone uh, pumping the body full of ozone. Ozone ozone is oxygen. O three. Right. I'm sorry everyone for derailing the conversation. Well, uh, <laughs> uh, I, Abram, uh what what you were talking about is the difference between aerobic and anaerobic respiration. Yeah. And one's, one is a low oxygen environment and the other one is uh, oxygen. So that's why ozone and oxygen, ther- oxygen therapy has effects. So anyway. Murr, you had something to add there? 
Yeah, I've said a couple times, drday.com. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Quit eating sugar. You yeah. know, it's not just a diet, though. It's a stress. Yes. And we're all under stress. We're on ongoing when, traumatic stress when, disorder. When you, when and trauma, go, trauma as well. When trauma go, can cause when the you body go, to deteriorate. When you go under stress, yep, it shuts down. Starts. When you go under stress, it shuts down your immune system for eight hours. And your cortisol goes well, up. When you eat sweets after each meal, you crippled your immune system for the whole day. Every time you eat sweets, it shuts down your immune system for eight hours. Yeah. Well, let me just so, let me just say because uh, it's been a, a different kind of show today. And uh, are there any new students with any questions? I mean, that's why we're here is for you. If you don't come forward, we get off in these other discussions, and then we marginalize you, and you don't want to come in and ask your questions. So, if there's any new folks with any questions, please take the opportunity now to come forward. All right, so there's no new students with questions. Roll on. Okay, I do have a question if you want questions. Cheryl? Yeah. Oh, it's Cheryl. Hey, Cheryl. Hello again. Hi. Uh, Yeah, so you you were um, talking about, um, how much time is it? You were talking about um, preparation. You said if you haven't prepared, um, that would be like, you know, not a good thing, but. I mean, I haven't. I mean, I have not prepared, so I don't really know what I'm doing as far as that goes. And um, I mean, I, I and I read about um, trusts a lot, which I don't know anything about. And I'm and I'm wondering um, if that's something that you have ever talked about here, or if that's something that we you do. have done or recommend. Yeah, we do pri- they, private trust or something. Well, like they trust. trusts have been around since Rome. They're a contract with only one party okay that's kind of an interesting thing i can tell you that brent winters our attorney that appears here on friday that's his specialty is trusts okay there's over a hundred different kinds and trusts are property vehicles a lot of patriots in the past have tried to use them as tax vehicles a trust is not a tax vehicle it's a property vehicle do you understand how they work at all cheryl no i just thought that okay. somehow they protected right. well, you from well let me tell uh, i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell, tell you how they work okay let's say you've okay. got yeah. you've got a big piece of land or some property okay and you, you don't want to own it personally and you want it to continue to live and here's the big deal if you've got your property in trust and you pass away it does not go through probate okay a trust is the trust the beneficiary and the trustee those are the positions so you might put your property in trust for your grandchildren or something and your grandchildren would be the beneficiaries they're listed as beneficiaries and you override the trust and when you pass away the trust automatically because it's a legal person 
okay? The trust is a legal person like a corporation. When you pass away, the property goes automatically to the beneficiaries and does not go through probate because the trust didn't pass away. You did. And then you just change beneficiaries, change trustees, and the property still continues in the entity, okay? Mm-hmm. That a lot of people use trusts. And there's a number of trusts that they are at least one that they outlawed the foundational type stuff that all of these wealthy people put all of their estates in back before 1913. This is a state plan stuff we're talking about here now. Okay. Really? Roger. What, Wahib? Roger. What, Wahib? Roger. Uh, what did you just call that one that existed before 1913? I think they were the foundations, Wahib, and they changed some uh, legal aspect. But before they changed it, all these wealthy families put their all their goods into that structure. Okay, if I remember right, it's been a number of years. You know something? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But you know what would be interesting? If somebody would break down the history of financial and economic things the way they were before 1933, that would be so fascinating. You know, economics, so, you know, the gold standard and all the things we had. Because I read somewhere where a, a, a trillion dollars was lost during the. Hello? Is anybody listening? We're, we're listening, Wahib. Oh, uh, I heard there was a trillion dollars lost or devalued after the 33 uh, uh, federal, the Franklin Delano Roosevelt's 1933 gold. Well, I can tell you uh, one thing they did. I I don't know if it was lost, but on the gold they confiscated was $20 an ounce. And shortly thereafter, they raised it to 35 and gave themselves a 70-something percent increase. I know that happened. Okay, let's go back to Cheryl here. If oh, we could. Could, Cheryl's new. She's got questions. She's only been around a week. All She's like in a fog, okay? She's getting new terms, new information, all this stuff thrown at her. And it's like, as every one of you know, it's like taking a drink out of a fire hydrant, okay? So let's get Cheryl taken care of here, okay? Well, one thing for Cheryl, though, and you, Roger, and all of us, baby eyes, you know, used to say that when we were trying to settle a shift, right? When the new shift comes in, you need the baby eyes to find the mistakes, right? Well, Cheryl has baby eyes, and she found a mistake of misrepresentation in Presley's video. So I think rather than, um, you know, uh, ignore it and just delete it whenever it's put up, we need to point out what well, that let's is address for it. all Look, of us, if you don't mind, Cheryl. What, 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 okay, let's get back to Cheryl here. Cheryl? What other things can we Yes. How else can we help you today, Cheryl? Um, well, I mean, we were talking about trust. So, I mean, does, does, this some, does a trust prevent the bank from coming in and stealing your money if they want to? Well, it wouldn't be your money. It would be the trust's money. Well, does it 
Okay, so they don't have any access to it then. It's a separate legal person. You, if you were to take property and put property in the trust, as the trustee, you would still control the property, but you wouldn't own it. Remember I said it's a one-way contract? You know, contract usually have to have two people, right? This is a one-way contract because you put the property in the trust unilaterally. There is no second party. Someone has their mic open. Okay. Um, what would, it, would Brett be a good person to possibly answer the question that I had yesterday? About what? I was asking you questions about taxes on um, FICA, Social Security, um, uh, annuities, and if I still have I don't, taxes. I don't, I don't know if he would or not. I think you'd have to go to a tax specialist. Now, here's the problem you're going to have. They're not going to understand what you're doing. No. Uh, yes, but then, so where does that leave me? <laughs> well, anybody got an answer uh, for sure? First thing, yeah, uh, first thing is, uh, <laughs> is, I mean, they're great questions, and and there's, there's a lot more to this uh, situation on your part than is probably comfortable sharing uh, over you know, an open platform in, in the details. And so, uh, you know, uh, I appreciate your thinking about it. Uh, you need to move carefully and, and not, uh, you know, uh, jump too quick in, in any one given direction, but just understand that you need to probably do something, figure out what that is. <laughs> You know, talk to talk to Brent. Uh, <clears throat> you probably overcome already overcome the biggest hurdle is that, and uh, I might have this wrong, and you can tell me if I do, but that you've uh, at some at some level intuitively, instinctively, you already understand that you're not going to take your present and past lifestyle into the future in whole cloth as you've lived it you know there's going to have to be a change. And how you manage and direct that is going to be really important. What works for me works for me. I can't tell you, nor would I ever tell you to do what I did. But I I can say this, that Abram brought up an incredibly powerful and very important point. And I can say this in general to everybody. If you're in debt... Get out of debt. Get out. Get out of debt. Because you, your decision-making and your fear, they will extort you with your debt. Your debt will drive your decision-making going forward. And if that is the case, if you're driven by your debt, you will, whether you recognize it or not, I'm telling you right now, you're a slave. There's only two ways. Once you're out of debt. There's only two ways to control people, Cheryl, through force or through debt. Well, 
in my particular situation, I don't have any debt. I okay, just, well, that's good. Let me ask I you just, a question. You're in Pennsylvania. Well, are, do you live in? A, yeah. Are you in a metro area, or are you out in the country? No, I'm not in the country. I'm in the suburbs, which is becoming more and more like the city every day. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that uh, the immediate thing you're going to want to think about, it seems like, since you tell us you're not prepared at all, is I'd be getting some storable food and some kind of way to get potable water. Water filter, all that stuff. I'd recommend InfoWars in their store. They've got stuff at discount. It's excellent quality, and you can depend on on what you're getting from them. Uh, Mike Adams has got good stuff with the uh, natural healer or whatever he is, his deal is. So those are, uh, that's, that's a suggestion you ought to look at immediately. Roger, what? she had a question about annuities. Are those taxable? Um, she sent me a message you, on Telegram. You, they shouldn't be if you put your affidavit. Where's the background noise coming from, please? I, the, the annuity it's coming from Cheryl. I think Cheryl's on a speakerphone. Yeah, I, that's why I uh, I muted myself for I'm trying. When the when the somebody's vacuuming, so when I when he starts vacuuming, I muted it. You should. Well, wait, your, no, it's echoing our voices back. On your when we're yeah. When you're not talking, please mute. The annuities, if you give them a copy or affidavit, because an annuity pays out later. Okay, to my understanding, I've always stayed away from this crap. Cheryl is the reason I don't know anything about them personally. Okay. But you, they should, when they pay out, not take taxes out if they've been put on notice that you're not taxable anymore. Well, I, it's a, uh, as an example, uh, Social Security, for those that are vested, is an annuity. Yeah, I'd say that's right. Do, do they tax yours, uh, Roger? No, I don't. They don't give me enough to fall into the taxable bracket, Daryl. Fortunately, I'm in Ecuador. So, uh, now, talk up. We lost your audio there. Yeah. So uh, there you. Yeah. Go. Uh, you know, uh, annuity. Uh, if uh, you know, if you fall, if you fall under the the, uh, I don't know what it is. It's like. Uh, is it twenty two hundred dollars a month? If 20, you fall under that, twenty. I think twenty two hundred is the most Social Security will pay out per month. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, it's way. More so it's way more than that. Okay, well then I'm wrong. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I, I I don't pay any I don't pay any taxes on my annuity. How's that? So. Uh, Yeah, uh, look if 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 you think that over the course of the next ten years that you're going to stay in your in your metropolitan or suburban homes and and not be uh, affected, 
then you you have bigger problems. That applies to anybody. Uh, that you you need to have community. Do you have family? Do they are they of like mind? Uh, do you have friends? Are they of like mind? Uh, these are going to be way more important than how much is in your four hundred one k. And uh, so, uh, for some people, it's going to be a dramatic life change for them in order just to survive what's coming. Because I tell you, these are the same people with the same agenda that were involved in the hole in the door. Uh, food will be used as a weapon. Uh, can you grow your own food? Yep. Okay. Uh, that's a bigger question. Do you know somebody who's a friend of yours? that can grow food. Do you want to partner and share and participate with them in producing food? So uh, what will happen and is already happening is you will find out who your friends and who your family are. And then you will also find out over time uh, who you want to be friends with and who, what family really means. Okay, because nobody does this alone. No. Even I, as independent and as the capacity and capabilities that I have, I can't do it alone. And and it's more fun to to do it with Yeah. So, So, Gary? Yeah. Yeah, I've I've heard all kinds of preparedness stuff and everything else here, but the one thing I haven't heard, and maybe – I missed it, but I haven't heard anybody say you need to get on your knees and pray. Period. That's the first step you take. And I'm going to give you a personal example. Five years ago, I moved to Montana, but it was five years before that, so 10 years, that Gina and I prayed about moving here. And it took five years for God to give us his answer. So the very first step you need to take is, one, ask God to get rid of the strong delusions that he says he'll give you if you don't want to believe the truth. And then the other thing, and ask him what his will is for your life. Because it all has to be in conjunction with his will, not your will, as we're prone to do, but his will and his timing. That's all. I got to get back to work, guys. Okay, thanks, Gary. Cheryl, do you have any like-minded people uh, around you? You're talking to me. Um, um, I may have some like-minded people around me, but... I wouldn't say like I'm super, super close with them. Well, you need to get, and, um, you, you need to start kind of finding who thinks like you do and establishing some kind of relationship with them. Cause you guys are going to be the one as things happen that you can at least turn to that you know you have some trust with. So that's important also. Yeah. I tried to bring up this whole topic of national. And all the things we talk about here, I tried to bring this stuff up with <clears throat> a couple people that are like-minded, but 
when it came to the national stuff didn't go too yeah. far. Well, it's just we're we're a small percentage of the population. I, I you know, I've been amazed at it for years, Cheryl. I didn't think it was like that, but boy, it sure is. Okay. I just wanted to bring something up and that is I mean, and this is like so basic. Um, it's kind of sad that I'm bringing it up, but it's so basic is that people have to stop and look at what are they purchasing, whether we're in good times or bad times, what are we purchasing? So just as simple as, you know, like raw apple cider vinegar or even just distilled vinegar, um, it has like, especially raw apple cider vinegar, it has like a hundred different uses yeah. from cleaning to health benefits. You know, we buy cleaning products that you don't need to buy, you know, so there's things that body products, well, what does coconut oil do? You know, there's to where you can greatly reduce what you purchase by the very fact of items that are available that are healthy not only in the body, but outside of the body um, to use that have um, a number of health benefits within your environment, within your home and on and within your body. So let me give you a small example here. Salt as a deodorant. You can go to the health food store and buy a, uh, they got several different configurations, but you just buy salt, a lump of salt, or they've got it in kind of a dispenser deal. And now you're not getting any aluminum, which is what's in all the antiperspirants, so you don't perspire, that crosses the blood-brain barrier. Right. And you can buy a thing of salt, I mean, for 8 or $10 that will last you years. They last years. Yeah, I just bought five pounds of um, real salt, you know, and, and no, 10 pounds. And the 10 pounds of the real salt um, is what would cost me to buy six ounces, maybe times two. Yeah. So, um, and that has the real salt and Himalayan salt, but real salt is here in the United States from Utah. Um, it has the... Um, micro trace minerals, yes, which we're greatly lacking in. Yes. So and so, and this goes along with what Raja just shared in regards to um, body use. Is Comment. So. Okay, there's Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you? Back to, I think it was Daryl. I am pissed. About, I uh, am pissed, Joe, because one of your Oklahoma sons, Garth Brooks just opened a gay bar in Nashville. Am I surprised? I don't claim him. Never have. Never have. I wasn't aware of that. But I'm not surprised at all. It's all about the Benjamins. But what I was going to say, Roger, with that said, uh, I think it was Daryl was talking about community and, and getting to know people around you and one very, thing or another. Very important. Something we've been doing. Very important. And like-minded people, but they're here for the last couple of years, maybe three years, we have 
there's been very few weeks that we've missed not having an ecclesia where we get together, we study scripture, we talk politics, we talk about everything. And uh, we generally have it at somebody's home and fix a, a brunch and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we are all like-minded. We all have a plan where to go and what to do. All subject to change, but we do have a plan. Cheryl, on, on all of your complex financial stuff, IRAs and annuities and all this stuff, if you file an affidavit and follow through on this, I would send them a copy of that affidavit to whoever the company is that you've got that vehicle with and see how they react. Okay. Okay. I got to throw one more thing in there, Roger. Go ahead, Joe. There's a 70-mile spread on the individuals involved in this. A few of them live fairly close together, you know, 8, 10 miles, but there's a 70-mile spread from the fathers to the fathers. Okay. So you're going ha- to have to branch out. You're not going to find them right in your own backyard. But there's like-minded people out there that's within commuting range. So that's all I have to say. Okay. Thank you. And Cheryl, I'm so sorry at, at your age that you're just coming into all these realizations. It's very difficult. And I understand that, and I'm sure the other folks do too. Just take it one bite at a time, dear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, mean, I, wish I, more people. I, I wish I could wave a magic wand over you and, and you and people would show up and all this stuff would happen, but it just doesn't happen that way. Is it possible yeah. to contact is it is there a way of contacting? Yeah, him? go to his uh, his uh, uh, site is commonlawyer.com. Commonlawyer.com. And he's got a contact button up there on the top bar, and you can drop him an email. Please know Brent is incredibly busy. Okay. Yeah. Roger, Bruce. Hey, Roger. All right, hold on. Bruce came in first. Yeah, Bruce. Um, you can come here anytime you wish. You um. And put your mind on the plate so we can help you out at any time. Yeah, don't forget, Cheryl, this forum this forum right here goes on just about 24 hours a day, I'm told. Okay. We usually take about six hours off in the middle of the night. Sometimes. But anyway, there, there's always people hanging around here, okay? I've got I've got something for Cheryl. It's probably a way that she can move forward. First of all, the people around you that are of like mind, don't talk to them about national yet. Yeah, don't do that. Okay, yet. because Fine. it's a very very deep. Uh, you're finding out how how deep the roots are 
and the corruption that's occurred. But everybody's been watching the news and everybody has a hot button and everybody has a skill. So you get people together that are of like mind. Some of them are there in education is their hot button. Some of them, the environment is their hot button or food, food availability or energy or access to clean water. You get all these people together and you just brainstorm on how you can provide the basic necessities of life for the people in the group in the immediate area should things go really weird because you know the dollar is losing traction the government is completely uh off kilter everything is lgbtqrstuvmousc all that happy shit it's all going awry so you work with those people close to you Focus and concentrate on the things that you can address. And then in the course of that, throw in the national status tickler and let them ruminate on it for a bit. You and everybody around you will be a lot better off no matter what happens. Start trying to get some local connections around you with people that think similar. That think similar. I see, you know, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at uh, the people who are on this call right now, and there's somebody. I don't want to like call you out or anything, but I'll there's somebody you. that says Wayne, Wayne, Pennsylvania. That's only like 25 minute drive from my that, house. I that don't might know be Mark. That might be Mark. Is that Mark? Evidently not. Well, whoever it is the person in Wayne, Pennsylvania, you want to come in and meet and say hello. Well, I'm talking about I'm I'm talking more than 25 minute drive because you may not be able to drive 24 minutes when all this breaks. I'm talking about people in the immediate local area to you that should something happen, you they're they're a block away and you can get to them or they can get to you. You might want to look at people's rights because people's rights is all over the country and conti- continuing to grow and it's based on community and it's based on you know support so you may want to look at that and that's created by Adam um, Bundy Ammon Bundy is that so, people's, peoplesrights.com Nastasha? I believe so um, okay. so you might want to look at that and see if there's a local community within your group yep. so that's another option as well. Did you get that, Cheryl? People, peoplesrights.com? Okay, it's excuse org. me. It's dot org. Okay. Peoplesrights.org. Okay. Roger, I have something. This is Kathy in Washington State. Yes, hi, Kathy. I don't know if you've ever heard. Yeah, hi. Uh, I'm sitting here with David and we're listening. And um, I don't know if anybody on the call has heard of John. Bush, but he organizes what he calls freedom cells. Cells is C-E-L-L-S, and it's a way to organize. You go online and you give the area that you live in, and it connects you with like-minded people in your general area that you can get together with and, um, you know, organize and and talk about 
you know, who would do what oh, in a Kathy. scenario that could be upcoming. And Kathy. Um, it's John Bush. Yeah. 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 I was going to say, do you have a website? For uh, it's it's at John Bush Freedom Cells. He has a, an academy online. He does presentations um, growing by leaps and bounds over the last several years. If you go to Exit and Build, <laughs> would be another one of his websites. Just look him up, John Bush. And if you want to connect with people in your area, that's a, a definitely a good way to do it. I'd poke around at that one, Cheryl, and the the Bundy thing too. Peoplesrights.org. See if you don't find any folks in your area or some way to uh, coordinate with them. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, may I add something real quick? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Rogersales.chatango.com. People are adding links from the different chat rooms in there. Okay. So you can find them after the show. Okay. Do you know about that uh, chat room, uh, Cheryl? I know about Chat Tango, yes. Okay. Well, then that's what Murr was referring to. Okay. Uh, I was going to say we're about to hear the whistler, and there he comes, you know. Uh, okay. Well, I guess we're going to close it for today. A good, brisk discussion, not in normal terms of what we cover, but we did cover important things, without a doubt. Um, we'll be back tomorrow, of course. Uh, I have a... Uh, at least a two-hour time block this afternoon with Todd Callender. So we'll see how that goes, and I'll tell you all about that tomorrow, uh, which I'm quite excited about. But we'll see expectations of other people. I try not to have them. So uh, we're just going to go forward and have a straightforward conversation and see how Mr. Callender reacts. Other than that, folks, I hope you have a good rest of the day as much as possible. And uh, Cheryl, get busy on checking some of those references we've thrown at you today. And just one bite at a time, dear. Don't get overwhelmed with it, okay? And I know that's hard, easy to say and hard to do, okay, in these circumstances. But try try not to, okay? And uh, other, otherwise than that, we'll be back again tomorrow to discuss whatever comes up. And I uh, sure thank you guys that participated. Daryl, good to hear from you all, uh, as always. And uh, yeah, boy. we'll see you uh, manana in la manana, la mismo vez, la mismo lugar. Ciao. <laughs>